Hey y'all, I'm back. This is episode three. I wanted to continue telling you the story about the downward spiral. After I had had the baby and discovered more that I didn't know anything about this man whom I was giving my body to and decided to procreate with, um, I had the baby. Um, I'd say right away he lost interest. Once the baby popped out, he lost interest. So I'm pretty much calling him every day, letting him know the things the baby need. I think maybe a week before he got killed, he finally came over with some of the things that she needed. And, you know, he showed himself to be a reliable person when it came to the baby, but, um... He didn't want to have nothing to do with me. He, and matter of fact, he told me after um, I had been calling him like the second week after I had her, he had told me he hated me and he wished that I had never had a baby by him. So I knew then he didn't want to be bothered with me. And I can remember I used to be this really sweet little girl that played with dolls and didn't really know nothing about boys, didn't even really like boys. But when I kept having to call him that second week after I had had the baby to tell him what I needed, a switch came on in me. And that sweet little nice little girl suddenly disappeared. I became this mean, nagging, cussing, fussing, could nothing in the world be right type girl. And every time I would try to call him and ask him for something that the baby needed, I wasn't nice. I was always complaining, nagging, and fussing for them last little six weeks of knowing him. And um, I remember when I changed. You know, it's amazing how you think back and you remember exactly the day you changed until the person that you are or was and what you are now. So, once I changed and discovered I was a nagging person, I thought that that would get me progress in anything that came along after that. So, instead of being a calm, reasonable person, I was always combative, always arguing, always fussing and always nagging and that became me for the what the last 45 years I think I nagged fussed complained and nothing was right for all those years and when it came to having a new relationship in my life I would always like portray myself to be something that I wasn't just so that I can get the person that liked me more and um, I'm just not realizing that that was a bad mistake so that was the person I became somebody that I always changed in order to keep another person happy or in my life or to feel like I wasn't alone or being left alone and that was the beginning of the end so stay tuned I got more to tell so um 
back to what I was saying, the beginning of the end. So then I'm living life after this man got killed. I was um, very, first of all, I was in a state of shock. And I was uh, in a state of disbelief, you know, not really realizing what was to come and the emotional grief, not only grief, but the emotions that would come with raising a kid, being a kid myself and not having a financial support from a man that I barely knew that I had set up and had a baby with. His family didn't like me because they thought I was some little fast little girl from down the street somewhere. And it just began to to be a struggle. And when you're struggling and you're going through something, now I can look back and say that it is good to be in a single state or a single, single season to get to know yourself to get to know what's going on around you to be aware of the people that come in and out of your situation so I met my son's father which is 24 he's 24 years old I met his father and again being a young girl not really knowing how to um, be in a situation with a man or not really knowing the ways of a real relationship or my self-worth. I'm vulnerable. I didn't even know the meaning of vulnerable until now. But I'm vulnerable. So whoever paid me any sort of attention, that was who I ended up with. Along come this guy. One day I was leaving cosmetology school. I decided to get up and try to do something about my situation, try to better myself. I'm standing on a bus stop one day and, you know, not knowing again how I'm supposed to be when I'm meeting a man. He looking at me from his car. I'm standing on a bus stop leaving school. So here it is again, that that male attention that I think is love, but it's not. And he said, hey. And I'm like, hey. He was like, I'm sorry. I thought you was somebody I knew. And I'm like, no. But again, they go that attention. So I'm smiling and grinning like it's the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, him saying hi to me. Mm, my daughter was about nine months old. I'm going to tell y'all. I don't even know what type of guy I'm attracted to. I know it wasn't him, though. I wasn't attracted to him, but any kind of attention I was getting was good enough for me. So, (coughs) again, I'm vulnerable. This was a guy that I met while I was standing on a bus stop leaving school. He never take me nowhere. Never take me nowhere but to his house once or to the restaurant and back to my house 
And that was pretty much how the relationship went for the next, I think, 15 years. I sat around and and thought that this was somebody that loved me and I was going to end up married to him. Nope. Mm Mm-mm. No, 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 no. He had other things in plan in store for me, honey. He knew I was vulnerable from day one and knew that he can get anything he wanted from me just as long as he paid me some type of sexual attention and could give me a couple of dollars here and there. I was satisfied with that. And again, when you're a young girl and you don't know what a real relationship is or your self-worth, you settle for anything. And that was what I thought was love. So to make a long story short, I ended up um, having a baby with him, I say, four years after I had been in and out of this so-called relationship. Mind you, I never been to his house. Never knew more than his name. Only met one cousin of his. And she had a million and one kids. I met his father once. His father would never really say too much to me. He just always would look at me like I was the dumbest thing in the world. I ain't in on the on the uh, joke. So I don't know why these people are always looking at me when I come in contact with them like I was the stupidest thing in the world. Until the end. That's when I found it all out. So, he had got my daughter to like him. You know, she was still a baby when I met him. So, he got her to like him. He stuck around enough for her to know. And one day, he asked me, could she call him daddy? Because, you know, that's all she knew uh, as a father was him. So, I'm like, yeah, you know, thinking that he's going to be around forever or whatever. So, she ended up calling him daddy. And, you know... That's how the story went for the next 15 years. I had a baby by him after four years of being in and out of this. Well, I ain't even going to say in and out. In this situation, ship. It wasn't a relationship because I still hadn't been to his house. In all these years that went by, never been to his house. All I knew is the more I was combative, fussed, complained, and nagged, the more he would give me to be quiet. I did notice that. As long as I was combative and fussed and complained and and always was nagging, he would do whatever he could to shut me up and to keep me in that same situation. So... One day, I finally got up enough courage to stop talking to him, close my door on him, and just leave him alone. He went to my mama and cried like a baby. Like it was the last thing in the world he wanted was for me to leave him alone. My mama came and, you know, again, neither one of us really knowing better. Talked me into being friends with him again. I'm still a little girl, not really knowing better. Oh, I'm gonna listen to my mama. I'm gonna go head on and and talk to him and you know be his friend again. So that led to a 15 year situationship that didn't go nowhere, absolutely nowhere. After a while of being with him, I would see my friends getting married and being in relationships, and this man never took me nowhere. He never took me nowhere. He never took me to his house. 
And I was okay with that as long as he was buying me cars and buying me stuff. And anytime I complained, he would give me what I would want just to shut me up. I was okay with all of that. I didn't know no better. One day I got tired of it. I wanted that relationship. I wanted what my friends was having. Being able to go out and have a relationship with with the guys that I was with. And he was not willing to give that to me. So one day I decided to leave and move to Georgia and just leave the whole relationship. Do you know that this man followed me down to Georgia and begged me to come back? I went on and I came on back thinking, okay, he loved me. He came down here, begged me, asked me to come back. Come back. I say I was back for about not even a month. He put me in an apartment with my aunt and uh, was paying the rent for me and everything. And he, I think it was the the, the what it, he he felt condemned, con, convicted to tell me what was going on in his life. So he really couldn't tell me. He told my mama. And my mama told him to tell me. She wouldn't even tell me. He told me. He called me one day. He said, I feel bad, but I got to tell you this. He said, I got a five-year-old son. And I was like, what? He said, I got a five-year-old son. And by then, I had got my job with the post office, you know, finally looking like, you know, life is finna look up. I'm finna be able to be able to afford some things for my kids, really without the help of a man, because I got a good enough job. But in reality, I wanted to make a life with him, because that's all I knew. I thought that was a relationship. So... He told me this, and I not really realizing that he's telling me this because he finna break this relationship up or situationship up. He ain't telling me this to come clean with me so he can marry me or whatever because if that was the case, he would have did that. I had a response, like a totally different response in which I thought he wanted me to respond I was mad I'm like well you know I don't have nothing else to do with you not really realizing was that was the response he wanted so he can go and do what he wanted to do once everything was over and the, the SHIT hit the fan I realized that that was the response he wanted because I say about six months to a year after we had really really split because that was just way beyond more than I could take he had told my son that he was getting ready to get married and when we would attempt to sit down and talk about the situation he told me that she had been been around in his life long before me So, I had no clue that I was just the the sad chick or somebody he would come see. I thought I was the one because, you know, again, every time I nagged to complain, he would give me what I wanted. So, I thought, you know, I'm getting all this stuff. I must be the one. Now, he was probably giving her two, 
two, three times more than what he was giving me. So, uh, he ended up getting married. He told me he would never get married. And right after we split and I found out about this five-year-old son, he got married to the five-year-old son's mother. So, it was the response he wanted because he didn't want to be bothered with me, but he didn't know how to break it off with me. And he wasn't content with me going on about my life, uh, dumping him without him being the one that dumped me and broke my heart. So, he was content having me come back, telling me about his life, his life when I got back and breaking up with me, break, breaking me to pieces. That was satisfying to him. And not only did he do that, after I found out about everything and he said he was getting married, he told me he took me house hunting because, you know, I still would talk to him, you know, to be cordial with him for the sake of my son. He took me to look at some houses and told me that if he bought me one of those houses, I could not be bothered with nobody. I was looking at him like, are you serious? You really believe that I'm that desperate and needy, whereas I'm going to let you buy me a house and be with you while you married to somebody else and stay some old kept sad chick? Nope. Mm-mm. I still look at it and laugh today. And for years after the fact, after everything was done, he still would call me and try to say happy birthday and little things to me. And I would just look at my phone like, I can't believe this sucker's still calling me. Because that's how stupid I was. And he knew it. So he thought that that was the way he could get through and, and keep continue being bothered with me. So... That didn't last. That was a downward spiral. Downward, downward, downward. Now, not only am I hurt, but you didn't hurt my little daughter and you didn't hurt your son. And you don't care. You going on about your business. So for a while I worked until I met this dirty bum. I met this dirty bum at work. Again, not knowing. Not knowing nothing about relationships and men. Oh, my God. Wait till you hear about this story. Mm, mm, mm. You're going to shake your heads for this one because this one is a mess. And I know it is. To make a long story short, and I got a whole bunch of long stories that I need to make real short so y'all can understand. I was the stupidest thing on this side of earth walking around. Stupidest gullible naive is thing you wanted to see and anybody who thought they could run game on me ran game on me that's the end of that <laughs>